Well, yeah. Well, that's this, a relief. Yeah, I know. My <laughs> forgiveness is a gift, really, if you think about it. <laughs> Hi. I can't even remember what you were forgiving me for. Uh, Your phone. Oh, right. Andrea fucking Jesus. brings her phone into the recording room. I do. Like a chump. I'm going to kill her. <laughs> uh, it never fails. One of her many, many alarms goes off, and then I have to edit that chunk out. So I do the we, editing now. Yeah, you do, but you make me edit out chunks and like <laughs> and edit well, in chunks. Yeah, like we, we do not, certain parts. I checked... There's not going to be an alarm for four hours, so unless this is a very long episode. We promise not to do that to you guys. <laughs> um, yeah. It's not, yeah, no one wants that. I don't that. really want to do a four-hour episode, be leaving here at, like, Like, what, like, bedtime 9 p.m.? Yeah, yeah, that is your old lady bedtime. It is. I'd have to go to bed right away. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. What, what's your fear? I, Man. okay, so Duncan stayed with me for, like, a week. Duncan's her boyfriend for new listeners. Yeah. For old listeners, Duncan is Gaston. Yeah. <laughs> if you've been around that long. If you've been around that long. And I'm not sure that my relationship with Sugar will ever be repaired. Sugar's her cat. Yeah. She um, isn't a... I don't know. <laughs> what? What's wrong? I, I'm not sure that she's a fan of boys. Yeah, I've noticed. She's kind of a dick to me, too. Yeah, I think she just she just wants me all to herself. She does. She well, she's especially not gonna like like anyone who comes into your life and steals all your love. Yeah, but he didn't steal all my love. I have lots left for sugar. Well, and it's a very different kind of love, is the very thing. Very different. <laughs> so she doesn't need to worry. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's of not him a as competition. My cat. Uh, no, you shouldn't. Or as my child. Yeah, no. You think of your cats as your kids. Uh, please don't think of Duncan as your child. That'd be a really gross relationship. He's my daughter. <laughs> He's my sweet baby. I hate sweet that. Sweet baby girl. Have you noticed that in some relationships, though? Like, where they're, like, really um, ugh, parental? maternal, parental. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. in that, yeah, in yeah. that, like, coddling, patronizing way. I, yeah. I had I'm not a, a fan. No, me neither. I've had partners like that in the past, like, way back in the past, and... It was gross. Like, it actually just felt gross. Like, they weren't trying to, like, do a role play or anything, but it felt like being with a mother, and I'm just like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not good. Um, that's not that's not how romantic relationships should be. No. So if you are in one like that. Tune into our uh, relationship advice podcast. Yeah, that one's really good. Yeah, all these podcasts that we supposedly have. So... <laughs> What was your fear that like that your cat won't love you again? Yeah. Well, although it also could be the heat. She may just be like, so she when it's really hot, they both find weird places to lay down, and I'm assuming it's because they're like cooler. Yeah, ever so slightly cooler. That is what they than do. the rest of the place, but it just feels like she's ignoring me. Well, probably both. Thanks. She's good at both. No, I guess. That's, I mean, yeah, she's really good at ignoring me. She's really good at being a, a butthole. I love her. She's getting shaved. Oh, okay. So Sugar is super fluffy. We'll post pictures of her before and after. We should yes. totally do that. Yeah. Both of my be cats hilarious. are naturally super fluffy. I got Muffin shaved because she won't bathe. Yeah, she's um, gross. And I'm getting Sugar shaved because I just think it's cute. So basically, I'm going to let her be tortured for two hours 
just so I can just for enjoy your her. So I feel bad, but it'll also be cooler. That's the thing. We're in a heat wave in Alberta. Albertan <laughs> so heat gross. wave. Climate change is real. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty bad. It's like, gross. Sometimes I lay on the floor and ignore people. It's that hot. So I want to lay on the floor, actually. That's that's not a bad I idea. Do that. Yeah. Yep. You can find yourself some nice tile or vinyl to lay on your yeah. set. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So that was... You're you're welcome, guys. Um, What's your fear? Can you? I'm trying off to mine? think of one. Yeah, I know. I always bounce off yours. You talk about the heat wave. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. So I'm really glad the place I work has AC. It's like a like five degrees colder in there than anywhere else. Like it's significantly chilly in there, which is good because nice. I'm extremely sweaty. That's a that's a yeah. And my fear then going off of that is that. When I'm ringing people's items through, especially with COVID and everything, that they're seeing the sweat rivulets on my face and thinking I'm especially germy. And I mean, they're <laughs> probably not wrong, but like I have to touch their stuff to bag it. And they asked for a bag. It's not my fault. So like, I don't know what they want, but also I, I hate being so sweaty. Fuck this. I just, yeah, the heat. It does nothing good for anybody. It does what I've decided. And no. there are people right now that are like, oh, it's so beautiful. I'm like, this oh. is – just because it's not snowing does not mean it's beautiful. Right? And honestly, snow is beautiful. Yeah, I mean – That's my very deep statement <laughs> about weather. You'll be quoted centuries from now. I will. An old Andrea proverb. Um, <laughs> snow is pretty. I like it. Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I, that's a thing. We are going to kind of... I always joke with people who say that because I don't know what else to say because I disagree. With what? Uh, when they say, isn't it beautiful outside? I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm hot, though. And they're and basically, I'll like be like, okay, but I'm, I'm sure I'll appreciate it when it's like minus 30 for the next six months Celsius. People don't hear me when I say it's not beautiful. Like, they'll be like... I'll be like, oh, it's so hot. And they're like, I know, it's so nice, right? And I'm like, that was a complaint. It wasn't a... Yeah, no, I'm filing a complaint, Karen. Yeah. yeah like... I'm like, yeah, it's not beautiful. This no. This is gross. It's miserable. And I said that to one person once. I was like, ugh, it's miserable outside. And it was, you know, bright and sunny and 30 degrees. And they looked at me like I was crazy. Right? <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, people like being out in the heat. And I don't know how they manage to heat regulate, and my body just doesn't do that, maybe? I'm not I don't sure they know. actually do. I think they've just been raised to think that warm weather is supposed to be beautiful. Even if and it's they, uncomfy. Yeah, so then they don't notice how uncomfortable it is. That's my theory. I think you're probably right about that. Additionally, like, whenever I'm out in the heat and it's super, super sunny, and the dust, Alberta is dusty. Um, yeah, all I'm, all I'm thinking about is, like, sunburn. And skin cancer. And how much dust is clogging the inside of my nose as a result. Yeah, it's gross. That was my third spam call in the last, like, hour. Yeah, if you guys heard vibrating, that was Andrea's phone because I knew this was going to happen. Well, I didn't, like... I knew something was going to happen with that phone. It's just suddenly in the last, like, hour I've been getting, like, spam calls. Oh, yeah. No, they they hacked our, um... I'm losing my mind. Our numbers. Um... That they wasn't did mine my recently. Fault. Yeah, mine mine was a while back, so I get like ten of those a day. <sighs> Annoying. I used to, and then it went away. Now it's back. If I don't know someone's number, I just don't. Well, I know that they're spamming me because I don't know anybody else whose 
phone number starts with the same three digits as mine. Yeah. So, and exactly. that's what they do to get yeah. you to answer it because you're like, oh, well, my phone number is legit. So this phone number must be legit because it has really? the same first three numbers. Yeah. I was wondering what the logic behind that was because I find it immediately weird. I'm like, why am I calling myself? I'm not picking that that's up. That's my theory. I'm thinking you're right. But it makes right. sense. It, you know, your theory makes sense. I always wondered, though. I'm a naturally suspicious person, so yeah. I always thought that was a bad thing. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, it won't work for some people, but it did work for me, like, on me, like, the very first time I ever got one. Yeah, and that's what they're hoping for. They're trying yeah. to get you. Yeah. Hack into all your juicy phone secrets, such as ordering skip the dishes. I literally have no lot. interesting s- secrets in my phone. You, yeah. It's you like, buy pants it's on Amazon. I don't seriously know. buying clothes on Amazon and ordering skip the dishes (laughs) these people must be in addition to not really getting like many hits like in terms of being able to scam people out of their money like getting that far with them they must also just be really bored right they're like going through people's phones and they're like there's not any financial information there's nothing but i'm seeing Um, so many like she did order kleenex on amazon my job sucks (laughs) (laughs) I should have gone into nursing, like Mother said. <laughs> but yeah, so Andrea chose the case this time. I did. So I we're doing that thing again where one of us does the research and the other one gets to find out half of it as they read it. Yep. And react to it. So that's going to be me. I'm going to have to find out what happens as I'm reading it. And just like, um, just to put this out there, I'm not... I didn't choose this because I want to just be a, a fuck the police po- podcast. That's not I do. our new podcast <laughs> title. I'm fine um, with it. I mean, I don't like them. Too scared siblings. But I don't want us to just be complaining about cops every single episode. I just A-cab. think that might get tiresome. Yeah, no, I mean, some we're not people trying. will love it and some people will be like, shut up. Some people will be <laughs> like, my uncle's a cop. <clears throat> yeah. Well, exactly. tell your uncle to quit anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. We don't do this on purpose. Cops are just really bad at their jobs and it keeps happening. Yeah, so I found, like, I just saw this. Someone mentioned it and, like, gave a brief overview on Facebook. And I was like, what? So, anyway. Yeah, like, it's an interesting case. It just happens to be that the cops were also shitting it. Next week we'll do something <sighs> paranormal. No, yeah, that's the only way to avoid <laughs> cops being bad at their jobs is I to know. do something that doesn't involve them. It doesn't involve true crime. <laughs> yeah. So next, and also I I want to do that more. Yeah, I, we I need like to paranormal. Do more paranormal stuff and, yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. Okay. So this is the death of Maitrese Richardson. Okay. Um. Okay. Here we go. This is a really weird case. Okay. Maitrese Richardson was born on April 30th, 1985 in Covina, California. Her parents, Michael and Latisse, divorced when she was a small child, and Latisse got remarried to a man named Larry Sutton. When Maitrese was small, her father, Michael, went to prison for a short period of time, but completely turned his life around when he got out, and mm. he and Maitrese got closer as she grew up. Oh, congrats to him. That's a hard yeah. thing to do. Yeah. He, I think he went into, like, healthcare. Good. Yeah. Um, so Maitrese was very pretty and friendly. She got her bachelor's degree in psychology in 2008, and she had like a 4.0 GPA. So she was planning she to go to grad smart. school. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, she got an internship with a clinical psychologist and was living in South LA with her great-grandma Mildred. That's such a grandma name. I love I it. I know. <laughs> I love it. 
And she was working as a go-go dancer to save money. She also did some modeling and beauty pageants. Okay. Yeah, so if you saw a picture of this girl, like, she's, yeah, beautiful. So much potential for... She was smart. Smart and pretty and And had her shit together and was nice. Yeah. Yeah. In the fall of 2009, Maitrice broke up with her girlfriend of two years, Tessa Moon, and was understandably sad, but there also seemed to be some other issues. Uh-oh. She had bipolar disorder, which seemed to be under control until 2009. Matrice had that or Tessa had that? Maitrice. Okay. So they don't know when exactly she was diagnosed with it, but mm-hmm. it hadn't been a problem until this incident. Right. So Maitrice would send weird texts to her mother, and in one Facebook post, she said, quote, I just want to sleep, LOL, but you know me and my crazy ideas. Let's see where they take me. Oh, boy. Yeah. Her mother was worried. <laughs> yeah. And tried to get a hold of her, but Maitrice didn't answer. So on September 16, 2009, Maitrice suddenly decided to drive from her great-grandma's house to Malibu. Like, just spontaneously. And she got there around dinner time. It was a 40-minute drive from where she was living with Mildred. Oh. Uh, She went to Jeffrey's. It's, uh, like, a really upscale restaurant. I was wondering. I'm like, who's Jeffrey? Why am I supposed to know him? (laughs) Yeah. But, like, (laughs) yeah. Okay, good. And it's weird to me that a fancy restaurant is named Jeffrey's. Well, Jeffrey uh, sounds like a diner. But... The fanciest of names, you know. Right? <laughs> Jeff the third. And they had valet parking. Wow. She went up to the valet, um, who I guess keeps his car right there. Yeah. So this is very confusing. Maitrice was acting strangely and said something about, quote, avenging the death of Michael Jackson. Oh. So the valet parked her car and then came back to find Maitrice in his car. <laughs> So I guess his car is like right next to him and going through his glove box. Okay, so I have heard a little bit about this one. I just remember the avenging the death of Michael Jackson quote. Like that stands out. See, and I had never heard of this one. I have, but I still, I don't remember what the rest of it was. I just remember seeing that in like the summary of something that I watched when I was drunk. So (laughs) So I don't remember. (laughs) I'll, I'll be very surprised. Yeah. So he was concerned. Like, he asked her if she was okay. Yeah. But also to get out of his car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she did, and, and she went into the restaurant. Right. So inside, Maitrice invited herself to sit with a table of peeps, and that embarrassed me because I'm pretty sure I've done that while drunk before. Oh, me too. Yeah. Oh, um, secondhand embarrassment is strong right now. I'm cringing. Yeah, actually... Oh, I'm remembering, like, that time that I did that. I ate other people's chicken wings. I totally just randomly sat with people. I ate their chicken wings. Oh, no. And wouldn't let them have any because I thought they were my chicken wings. Oh, no. And these people were probably, like, either (laughs) not drunk or not as drunk. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they knew you were beyond. Yeah. But. I don't remember it. Yeah, the people I sat down with were nice, too. This was at, like, college, like, the university bar. Mm. I'm uncomfortable now. Well, I was in university at the time, so I had to see these people. I know. I'm still in university. I just don't have to see these people anymore, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, so she did that. Very, uh, yeah. And, uh, which is causing me flashbacks. Me too. And she was saying weird things like that she was from Mars and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, the peeps at the table didn't mind too much, though. Like, she seemed harmless, and they weren't, they didn't actually mind. <laughs> they probably like, thought whatever. she was drunk, even if she wasn't. They probably yeah. thought she was. Yeah, but, you, like, some people would complain, some people just don't care, or whatever. That's good. Um, my Therese ordered a Kobe steak and an Ocean Breeze cocktail. Ooh. And her bill came to $89. Yeah. Because it's Jeffrey's, you know? Well, and it's Kobe steak. 
That's yeah. actually fake Kobe steak because that's usually $500 a thing if yeah. it's real. Yeah. I'm but assuming yeah. it's either like – it was either a teeny tiny itty bitty. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was a big bill in any case. Yeah. She couldn't pay it. But the details are unclear about this because it's either that she left her purse in her car because she did. Like yeah. Her purse and her cell phone, wallet, everything were in her car. But they don't know if it – like that's why she couldn't pay or if she just wouldn't pay. Because if she, you know, if her purse was in her car, she could presumably just go get it. But she may not have been like conscious, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, she might not have had the money, but it sounds like she's just not fully conscious. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the restaurant asked if they could call someone to pay for her, and Maitrice gave them her great grandma's number, Mildred. Mm. Mildred offered to pay over the phone, but the restaurant needed her to fax her signature, and she didn't have a fax machine. Well, yeah, she's a great grandmother. Well, also. I don't have a fax machine, like... Yeah, actually, good point. I don't either. Yeah, <laughs> I like, don't know why that's I usually something that's, like, in offices. I don't really send faxes. I mean, yeah. I send emails. Like, can't... Like, this is 2009, just fucking email. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, can't Matrice sign for it? Right? Yeah, because it's, like, her grandmother's... It's, like, on the phone. She yeah. knows this woman, so she could just sign for it. I think so. So, the manager called the cops... Ugh. He was worried about her and thought she would probably be safer in custody than wandering around. Oh, first he, mistake. Yeah. <laughs> he figured they could contact someone to come get her. Um, so, like, the the police would be able to look into her and be like, oh, here's a number for her mother or whatever, and then yeah. actually get someone to come get her. Yeah. At 9 p.m., three deputies from the LASD were dispatched to the restaurant, and they figured she was drunk or high, so they gave her a breathalyzer, but she passed. She had nothing. Oh, okay. Other than the Ocean Breeze cocktail that she drank. Which wouldn't be enough to like be one this cocktail. Yeah. out of it. Yeah. It's mostly sugar. They arrested her for defrauding an innkeeper and possession of marijuana because they found like a really small amount in her car. Defrauding an innkeeper? Yeah. How long has that one been around so since biblical times? I know. That's what I was thinking too. I'm like, that's old. <laughs> we need to update our innkeeper. language. Yeah. Because it's basically arrested for dine and dashing like kind of yeah how many innkeepers have you defrauded (laughs) (laughs) oh that's old but yeah no so like so that's so they arrested her yeah yeah i know well arresting her was easier than taking her for a psych eval and they had to take her either way it's their job so they they either have to take her or they have to take her to the hospital okay and hospital would have been a good idea. Yeah, but it's too much work <sighs> for your job, which is your job. Okay. If you're a cop. Her car was impounded with her purse, phone, and money inside of the car. Right. So they didn't even make sure that she had her shit with her before taking her to the station. Wow. Then she was taken to the Malibu Lost Hills station 20 minutes away, and she was booked by 11 p.m. She made four phone calls from there. Yeah. She said they were to Mildred, but they weren't recorded due to an equipment issue. What? And Mildred said she never actually received any calls, and there were no phone records showing any oh. calls. So she may have thought she was calling Mildred, but... She may have, or the cops might have not shown something. Well, Mildred said that That she, she didn't, didn't receive any calls. Yeah, but... Yeah. I trust Mildred. Uh, no, I, tr- I trust Mildred, too. I <laughs> trust Mildred with my life. <laughs> No, seriously, I, I I do trust like any old woman named Mildred. Sounds yeah, cool. Yeah, I but, were tight already, and I, yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, there are just interesting things that there's like no records of this. Like, if she's standing at the phone trying to make a call, you'd think that the cops would be paying attention I to think that. It's just 
even if she's further clumsily. evidence that she wasn't in her right mind, even though she wasn't drunk or high. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, if, if she is like by the phones and not successfully dialing someone four times, why aren't they paying attention to that exactly. in and of itself? It's weird. Yeah. Her mother, Latisse, found out what happened and called them to see if they were going to release her that night. Yeah. Because then she would drive the 50 minutes to get her that night. Yeah. But if they weren't going to release her till morning, she would wait until morning um, because she had her young daughter with her. Right. So, like, she was willing to go, but she needed to know when she'd be released because she couldn't just go and sit there all night. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. And she knew Maitrice wouldn't know her way around the area. Yeah. The deputy told her they would definitely not release her until the morning. Oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, like, no, 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 no. All is well. All is well. A Latisse joked that, quote, I would hate to wake up to a morning report. Girl lost somewhere and her head chopped off. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> they let her go, didn't they? Five minutes after the phone call with her mother where they said they wouldn't let her go till morning, she was released. Why would you release this girl in the middle? Like, it's the night, It's the right? middle of the fucking night, and she's clearly... Out of it. Out of it, yeah. Yeah. So they told her she could sleep in the lobby while waiting for her mom, but obviously she just left because she was released, like, okay. Yeah, and she didn't know what where she was and what was going on. Who sleep in the lobby of a fucking sheriff station like yeah that's just really weird like, um, why didn't they just do what they told the mom they were gonna do right they could have kept her overnight there's or no they reason. could have told the mom that they were gonna release her so that she'd come get her yeah one or the other right yeah they could have at least told her that they were gonna release her yeah because she was willing if to they drive. really wanted to release her yeah okay. yeah it's so fucking weird uh security footage was found showing her walking out although this wasn't seen for months because it went missing of course. and was finally found in the desk of captain thomas martin he wasn't actually investigating at the time i don't think so what? we don't we don't have to blame thomas it wasn't found till months later when why'd you have it though tommy well that's why i'm thinking somebody might have just like hidden it in his desk oh i don't know if it was him i don't know Mm. He doesn't come back up again. So Maitrice started to walk back toward the restaurant, like the way they had driven her. Mm -hmm. Those mountains are treacherous in the dark, like, and you can't really, like, find your way. Like, and it's not necessarily that you'll definitely fall and die in them, but, like, you'll get lost. (laughs) Yeah. It would be a six-hour walk to get back to Malibu, That's another issue in the middle of the night. Yeah. At 5.30 a.m. the next day, Latisse called to ask about picking up her daughter Hmm. and was told Maitrice had been released, so she was pissed. Yeah. She wanted to file a missing persons report, but they said she had to wait 24 hours. I would be murderous at this point. I would be too. I (laughs) cannot believe the poise that her mother managed to maintain throughout this whole thing but i would be screaming i would be on a rampage yeah like i don't remain poised at all in all situations not with this sort of thing not when it comes to stupidity because i just stupidity bothers me so much that um, well it's it's carelessness in this case like they just did not give a shit so that's where i think it probably uh yeah yeah my choice is black that explains yeah yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I thought I so. Not necessarily, but maybe they just were like, "Who fucking cares about a girl, a, a girl who just seems drunk?" Like, <laughs> yeah, they were thinking stereotypes and shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised, it but it's an like, interesting case. An interesting case, like that's why I was like, "Oh my god, oh my we have to cover it before I forget." Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what happened to poor Matrice? Now All it's right. your turn. 
Yeah, and we're gonna find out what happened to my trace. You're gonna be. I'm gonna be pissed, enraged. aren't I? I'm. I'm already constantly angry. I know. <laughs> this keeps happening. I know. If y'all want me to stop being angry, stop then being... please stop murdering people. Yeah, stop at being cops. stupid. Yeah. All right. So a man named Bill Smith, a former reporter for KTLA News, called the cops to report seeing a woman in his backyard around 6:30 a.m. He described a slim black woman with afro hair. He called to her from his window to see if she was okay, and she said she was, quote, just resting. Which, okay, I would be tired too. Yeah. Sounds like a long-ass walk. Yeah, she's been walking for a while. Smith put clothes on to go check, but she was gone into the mountains by the time he got outside. Shit. Yeah. So, cops waited two days before going to Bill Smith's house, found tracks in the yard that weren't his, but didn't look further into that. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. They also searched her car and found her diary, which implied she probably hadn't slept for five nights. So that would definitely explain the explain like how out of it she was. Yeah, like she's probably having like a manic episode, but then also no sleep. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot like feeding into this. I don't know how they couldn't. I'm sure they noticed and just didn't care. So Latisse kept trying to file a missing persons report, which was transferred to the LAPD, though the LASD remained involved. A massive two-day search was supposed to happen on September 19th, and yet only four deputies canvassed the neighborhoods in the area. Yeah. <laughs> it, it should have restarted on the 20th, but didn't. Yep. It, ju- it just didn't. And they said that they were going to do like a big like you know full search with like hundreds of people dogs yeah. and then like helicopters so that you could yeah view yeah the, the way it's usually done the way it's supposed to be done the proper way yes yeah the way they do for um pretty white women so <laughs> yeah. the family distributed flyers and did their own searches oh so many of these families have to do it themselves that's so sad like can you imagine you're probably just terrified well, of what you're gonna you find should at that point be on the payroll yeah i agree especially since like you're trying to grieve and yeah so, like, or potentially grieve. At this yeah. point, they're probably just fucking terrified. That freaked out. You're just freaked out at this point. Yeah. You have no idea what's happening to her. Thinking the worst. and Yeah. Yeah. So, meanwhile, the LASD were trying to defend themselves, saying when they released her that, quote, she was lucid. She didn't exhibit any mental problems. But then why administer a sobriety test? Yes. <laughs> she must have been behaving weirdly enough for that, says Andrea. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't yeah. administer a sobriety test if you don't suspect someone someone's... For, is drunk. And you don't usually suspect someone's drunk if they're acting completely normal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, yeah, like, that's the thing, too. If they knew that she was inebriated, like, say she was. Say that's what turned out. Don't release someone who you suspect is inebriated either. That too. Like, that's weird too. But then right? they know she's not inebriated because they do the breathalyzer. But yeah. then, and then they then don't you really need anything. to like think, then why is she behaving so weirdly? Yeah, why is she behaving? Maybe like we she's should drunk? take her to a fucking like the hospital. Psych- psychiatric hospital. Yeah, yeah, that's what they should have fucking done. Oh my gosh. Like this Then she could have been in a twenty four hour hold and been safe and her mother could have come picked her up. Yeah, and they would have been able to also like diagnose what was happening. You know, yeah. like be like, yeah, this is a manic episode. We're gonna help you out here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they came up with multiple excuses, saying first that the jail was too full, which wasn't true. It was proven not to be later. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> then they tried to say that they had no reason to keep her, but they said they would keep her until morning to Latisse. So, so that's mm, bullshit. That's a reason. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, they just basically said that they weren't a babysitting service, which is just rude. What the fuck? 
Yeah. We're not a babysitting service. Well, then well, tell the mom sure? to come pick her I up. I mean, they kind of are a babysitting service. They literally, yeah. that's what the drunk tank is. Yeah, that is actually what the drunk tank yeah, is. So yeah, so you are a babysitting service. Don't fucking tell me you're not. It sounds like, yeah, they just looked the at the breathalyzer and were like, pick. fuck this. Yeah. But it's like, then call the mom back and be like, actually, we're going to release her. Come <clears throat> get her. Yeah. Like, do something. Jeez. Yeah, they could have called her back. Yeah, they could have done anything but what they did. So, Sheriff... Baca is what Baca? I thought, maybe. Yeah, Sheriff Baca was Baca. the sheriff at the time, and he was just a shit cop, so I don't feel bad about saying it that way. Sorry to anyone who's, who that's actually <laughs> their name. You're fine. Um, he was just a shit cop. Scandals, lying to FBI about inmate abuse. He just started a three-year prison stint this year. Paul Tanaka was second in command, who got five years and had ties to a white supremacist gang called the Linwood Vikings. No! Yeah. So this <laughs> this cop was, again, a white supremacist. Yeah, that seems to be happening a lot. That's not surprising. Um, Baca lied and gaslit the family constantly, which yeah, is Yeah, so they would, like, surprising. contact them and him and, like, be like, hey, so can we, like... Yeah. look for her <laughs> yeah of course or can we see like that uh security tape or like anything yeah. and they he just made them think that they were like stupid for thinking anything was wrong with her and that she's been like missing, she dude. absolutely wasn't behaving weirdly she was fine when she left and aside from crawling to a valet's car yeah and well they didn't see that at the acting drunk and yeah at the police station but yeah like yeah, he just, I mean, these people have ties to white supremacy, this 100% a racist thing. Yeah. So, Mitrice's father, Michael, managed to convince the mayor of Malibu, Andy Stern, to authorize a $15,000 reward for information, which is good. On January 10th, the LASD finally did a full search, including 336 uh, searchers on horseback and on foot with dogs and a helicopter, like they were supposed to earlier. Yes. They found nothing. It's January now, like. Yeah, holy shit. Like, by now the family knows that yeah. she's gone. Well, and she could be anywhere by then. Like. Yeah. <laughs> there's no point in ser- I mean, there is a point yeah. in searching the area, but. But the point at that point is There's a very good chance body. that she wouldn't be in the area anymore unless she was dead. Exactly. So you're really searching for a body at this point. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. So Michael said, quote, the beautiful thing about today is that they didn't find a cadaver. Oh, yeah. good. So they didn't find anything on January 10th. Oh, no. That sounds like they're going to find something. Okay. So regarding the footage at the station showing uh, Mitrice being released and leaving, the family were lied to for months before it finally appeared for viewing. However, parts were edited out. <laughs> Andrea, no. Why? What? Is that suspicious? I... I don't know. It seems Oh, fine. I hate this. Maybe the cops just really wanted to look pretty in it. I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, How like, do they think this even makes them look good? chop shit out of, out of footage without making yourself look uh, like you clearly did something wrong. Yeah. In those chopped out parts. Yeah, at this point, <laughs> they, like, honestly, they're, they're caught. They're caught. And they should... Doing reparations. Yes. All and be fired permanently. Something just occurred to me, so I'm going to bring it up at the end. Okay. I just thought of something. Okay. Remember it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So parts were edited out, and Latisse could still tell her daughter was acting weird, like pulling out her hair and shit. So she was obviously, yeah. So we will never actually know what happened because of the parts that were cut out. 
Latisse filed a lawsuit to try to get all of the information about the night from the department. Which is reasonable. Yeah, this is her child, right? Like, Yeah, she's not even asking for money. She's asking for, like, info, all the information that they have. Yeah, because they've given her no answers and gaslit her and done nothing. So, on August 9th, 2010, 11 months after her disappearance, around 1 p.m., park rangers looking for illegal marijuana grow-ups, because, of course, that's what they care about, <laughs> in the remote areas of Dark Canyon, found a human skull. Around eight miles from the station she was taken to, and two miles from Bill Smith's home. Yeah. Deputies got there around 3 p.m., and finally were taken down by helicopter at 5 p.m. However, the coroner's office, uh, peeps. I'm not calling them peeps. Peeps. I guess these are the coroners. I I don't hate them yet. However, they were, the coroner's office peeps were not airlifted down. We don't hate the coroner's office. They're fine. They just... It depends on who they're working for and what their they, what their agenda is, but usually yeah. they're fine. As a profession, coroners are In good. In this story, they're fine. Thank you, they coroners. They just didn't get to do their own thing. You, yeah, you gotta read. Oh, I'll, I'll find out, yeah. yeah. Sorry, coroners. So, they were not airlifted down. A deputy that talked to the family was rude and said that there was no point in them coming to the site, but said the area would be treated like a crime scene, but it was not. Of course. So he's basically being like, oh, we're treating this like crime scenes you can't come in. I mean, it's not a crime scene, so don't worry. But uh, collecting evidence and, like, blocking it off. Yeah. What? But it wasn't, they didn't do any of that shit. Yeah, he was basically like, um, we're treating it like crime scene, but I promise it's not. But it is, though, so you can't come here. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Cool. At 8 p.m., deputies simply scooped up the remains they could find and had them flown to the station. Like, and literally just scooping up the bones. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So many bones were missing, obviously. And the coroner's office was pissed. Thank you, coroners. I'm also yeah. pissed. On August 13th, Sheriff Baca made a statement that the remains were my traces, but also saying, quote, We have no indication of a homicide at this point. I don't believe that the remains are capable of telling us a story. That's not true! I know. That's exactly what remains are for. Right? Like, you can... What? It's entirely possible to, like... and Like, sometimes you can't. If it's, like, completely decomposed, it's just a skeleton. Sometimes there's nothing. But sometimes there's something. You need to, like... You need to let the coroners at least check. Yeah, you need to check and... They did this on purpose. It's 100% on purpose. So, he said they only found a skull and some bones, but this was a lie because a large part of my trace had been mummified. Yeah, so there's still part of her that wasn't bones. That's really strange. mummified. Yeah, Yeah. 11 months. That's interesting. Yeah. So, Latisse and some friends were finally allowed to go to the scene and set up a small memorial and found one of Matrice's finger bones. <laughs> no! Yep. Andrea writes, sigh. It's just like, you oh my shouldn't God. have to go to a crime scene and be like, oh, there's my f- family member's bones. femur. Yeah. I mean, that would be a giant bone to leave behind, but... I can't you believe know, that, like, though. Like, the cops are so That would never happen this. if it were treated properly and no. the coroner's office was brought down. But then also, like, like cops are trained to do that shit, too. Yeah, exactly. So, like, treat it like a crime scene. Make sure you got all of the evidence. Now it's worthless. Like, nothing you find in that area is going to be helpful because you don't know uh, <sighs> where it's from or right. when it's from. Right. And it's just, holy shit. Like, you can't just decide it wasn't a homicide until you look at the bone. <laughs> Like, yeah. you usually rule that out after. So, theories. So My- it's not, they're, sorry, they're not like actual theories. This is just like sort of 
talking about what may have happened and it's really only this little section (laughs) oh okay all right so here's a little sort of theory um so mitrice's clothing was found further up the ravine from her remains and didn't seem to have been removed by animals so either she removed them or someone else did and it's possible that some of her was mummified because someone buried her then dug her up and moved her body yeah so that's what they're like because like well, that's the thing. If you're buried, you can like you can mummify, right? Like just depending on the conditions. But yeah, she. It doesn't sound like she was found buried in these in this when she was found. It yeah, doesn't sound like she was found buried. So she should have just been. No, they found a finger bone. Yeah, she should have been just decomposed. She should have just been bones, not yeah. mummified bones. Well, like, that is that is weird. Mummified. That's what's weird. Right? Yeah, when when I read the term mummified, I'm like, it's been 11 months. That's weird. <clears throat> yeah. Like, how does that occur? I'm going to tell you my theory. If only a coroner could tell us. Before you fit, before you move on, I'm going to tell you oh, okay. what I was thinking. Okay. I'm wondering if they chopped out bits of that video because maybe, like, one of the cops followed her. Well, that's why I'm saying. I think they left. did it. I think okay. someone did it at the cop station. I was station. like, well, because, like, you could just look at it and be like, okay, well, we'll chop out the parts where it's obvious that she's that we unwell did. yeah, and that we just let her go. But they left a part in where um, she was obviously unwell. Yeah, but it was, like, they couldn't cut out all of it. That's so, a like, good point. So, like, the parts that were left in were probably less, like, obvious that she was unwell. Yeah. Um, and So that's what you, th- you thought, like, you figured? I figured it was just neglect. Like, I thought it was just, like, okay, let's chop out the parts where it's obvious that she's unwell and we shouldn't have let her go. And then she can just go wander. And I immediately thought the worst. I was like, it was the cops. The cops did it. It was them. See, and I usually, like, attribute stupidity to cops rather than actual um, murder. But now I'm, yeah, I'm changing my mind. You should be changing your mind in general. Think of the times, Andrea. Okay. I never put it past cops. I just. I know. I know. know. People are trained to. stupidity outweighs everything else. Well, a a lot of people, especially if we're white, you know, like. We are trained to trust them, and we ourselves had never really been given reason not to beyond them being, like, foolish or annoying. I've had them be kind of, yeah. Yeah. But, um... But not, like, violent, whereas people who actually experience that are, like... Yeah. They know. I don't trust cops at all. I just honestly, for a lot of these stories, feel like they're too stupid to do their job rather than them actually doing... Because, like, the last one we covered... They were They just were stupid. Um, they didn't actually do the murder. They didn't do the murder. That's all I can say for them. There was malignance <laughs> in that, like, the reason that they were being so neglectful well, was that's that what they I hated fi- gays. That's and what now, I thought of this one, too. Like, I yeah. figured that it was racism. It is. But, and it is racism, but, um. I know what you mean, though. You yeah. thought it was neglect. Yeah. In the last one we did, we knew it was actually the serial killer, not one of the cops. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, all cops, uh, who've ever... It's kind of, it, they kind of are serial killers if yeah. they've ever had to. Yeah. Well, so. they're negligent too. Like it's negligent homicide regardless of whether they did it or not to me. Yeah. And like we could be wrong about this. It might not have been one of them, but it sounds like it. And they had ties to literal white supremacists. So I would not be shocked. Plus, I wouldn't with, uh, either. Right? Plus like my treats was pretty in a, and yeah. in a wrong state of mind and alone. Yeah. This would have been so vulnerable. Easy for them. Yeah. yeah. So, Latisse and Michael filed a wrongful death lawsuit and were awarded $900,000. I'm glad they should have been given more, but that's that's a good chunk. Further investigations have been deterred. In February 2016, Attorney General Kamala Harris 
opened one because uh, Michael wrote to her, but after a year, she sent back a letter saying they didn't find any wrongdoing by the LASD. Kamala! Right. Really? Right. I, I mean, and we're all seeing a lot of finding wrongdoing. the footage. Yeah, there, so. there was definitely some provable wrongdoing, not just theoretical. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so on September 7th, 2019, new LA County Sheriff Alex Villanueva uh, announced he wanted to look at the case from the beginning, but a few weeks later said he saw, quote, no reason to rehash a case already subjected to investigations by the state attorney general's office, the Los Angeles County District Attorney's office, and the sheriff's department's internal review. Hmm. Although this decision, you know, it was based off the report by Sheriff Buck Cosman, so. Buck. Yep, I'm still <laughs> doing that. Yeah, it's not good. <sighs> yeah, so it sounds like he was something. threatened or coerced yeah, to do it. There's some money yeah. or blackmail or something going on. Yeah, to make him not do it. So, however, Villanueva was able to change the rules. Thank you, Alex. So that a missing person's report for an adult can be filed right away. And asshole cops have to make sure people have their cell phone and money and shit before being released, as well as providing a psych eval. So yeah. I'm glad he managed to do that much. Yeah, so at least, like, in hoping to prevent it from happening again, you know? Yeah. And I'm surprised that or he managed preventing. to get the adult missing persons thing yeah. up. But it makes sense. if, Like, in some cases, maybe not. But in cases where you know someone is wandering around in a in the mountains that they aren't familiar with. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the night in a, a bad state of mind they after are being missing. arrested. Yeah. They've gotten themselves lost. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Like, I I always find it weird. <clears throat> and, like, what's the worst that'll happen? The worst that'll happen is that at least they're keeping an eye on it, and it turns out the person did just go AWOL for a bit and came back. Yeah. And then they can just file that away and not yeah. worry about like, it. Like, what's the worst? Like, what's worse? Uh, using manpower that isn't needed or letting someone die. Yeah, well, exactly. Right? So you just have to like weigh, weigh the, the... Yeah, the pros and cons the pros here and cons are and... pretty black and white to me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so that was brutal <laughs> and sad. Yeah, I know. I, that was not intended. <laughs> but um, although, con, white supremacist police officers. Yes. There's no pros to that, so I'm just going to no, list the con. No, there's not any pros. No. No, that was just my my. Don't even list. really need to sit down with a pen and paper for that one. Nope. So that oh my gosh, I and I still the thing that bothers me the most, I think about this case too. Like right now, besides all the things that also bother me the most, that are obvious, mm -hmm. they have you know these parts of her body and such, and we still don't get any info on what happened to her. Not even how she died. Like, no. she could have died from exposure. Yeah. Very It would be nice easily. if they tried to see. Like, dehydration, exposures, you know. It, yeah, it could have if she been. was, like, lost in the mountains and she was in an area that's, like, really hard to access. That's why, like, the deputies in the coroner's office had to be airlifted yeah. to the area. So you have to be airlifted to where her body was found. Or, like, don't have to be, but that's it's hard to actually get the easy to. way. Yeah, but just hmm. someone just as easily could have just tossed her body down, like yeah. Well, and that's what the clothing thing sounds a bit like. Like I know she wasn't in the right frame of mind, so people mm -hmm. thought she might have taken off her clothes. But like I, that seems like it, it seems, just seems weird. Unlikely. Yeah, like out of all the weird things she was doing, you know, it seems more likely that someone else did something to this small, pretty girl who was alone at yeah. night. Yeah, and I, it would just be good to know, <laughs> like, geez. Yes. So that bothers me that, like, they have her body and they're not even looking to see. 
Yeah. That and it's not going to, you know, like the mummified part isn't going to stay that way. Nope. So. Yeah. I mean, do they, do they stay that way? Not once they're. I mean, it depends on the mummification. It wasn't. I mean, it's obviously it wasn't not on good, purpose. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah, so leaving you guys with that bummer, although we're not going to leave you yet because. For paranormal things that we're doing next week, I was going to ask, humbly ask, listeners, you should send us some paranormal shit to look into. Oh, yeah. Because that can it be actually hard. It would be really hard. nice to have some ideas. Yeah. Specific ones. Yeah. Like anything specific or like creatures, concepts, ghost stories, whatever that, like whatever you've heard of that we haven't covered before, you know, like so in terms of giant ghost stories we've covered, um... The one that movies were made after is probably one we've covered. Um, yes. Like The Conjuring. Yeah. I think um, we did the original story behind Krampus. that one. Krampus. Krampus we've done. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite ghost story, Krampus. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we've done a lot of the big ones. Yeah. Not all of them. Not all Like, of them. I do find it difficult to keep track of those ones. Just send us an email anyway. If, if we've done we'll it, check. that's fine. Yeah, we'll check. Yeah. Because, yeah, I just want suggestions. Um... It would be handy. Yeah. Yeah. So any like ghost enthusiasts or like creature or whatever paranormal enthusiasts, please send us uh, emails to twoscaredsiblings at gmail.com. Tell us about your Kobe steak. <laughs> yes. And the, t- the time you didn't pay for it. I don't know. Like <laughs> The time you dined and dashed. Oh, I did that once in high school. I think I've done that once too. I didn't realize what what was happening either because it was my friend's idea and she didn't tell me ahead of time oh and she like so we're eating and i assumed that it was getting paid for right like i assumed she had money because she didn't tell me the whole time yeah and then she's like okay like as soon as we were like nearly finished she was like okay so what's gonna happen is you're gonna follow me out really fast (laughs) and i was like wait what what so I did what she said, and she's like, yeah, we just did dine. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> I was that. still clueless. I was like, like no. I, I was a waitress, so. No. And I You have to actually pay for, like, a lot of places, I mean, most places you have to pay for it. Yeah, Some places, sucks. like, everybody puts a little bit of money into this thing that, like, is meant for if you get walked out on. Oh, but okay. not all places do that, right? Like, Yeah, and that's depends. not fair. Yeah, it's not fair that you have to pay no. to work somewhere. I don't think uh, waitresses should ever have to pay for dine and dashes, but whatever. No. Like, they didn't make that choice. No. Like, <laughs> the manager can just comp it. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it, too. Like, they don't own the re- – the waitresses don't own it. Like Yeah. And managers <laughs> comp meals all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah, exactly. That's another thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's our, like, several rants in a video. <laughs> so there you go. Contact it's not us. a video. Shit. Man, my I brain know. is I know. Dying. I'm tired. It's I hot. haven't slept much in the last week. Me so neither. It's been too freaking hot. Like It's so fucking hot. So right. that's um, our complaint. Um, You can find us on Twitter at Too Scared Sibs. And our Patreon, patreon.com slash Too Scared Siblings, is pinned to the top of yeah. our Twitter if you don't like it. If you like want to like bonus, bonus episodes or um, merch. Merch. Yeah. yeah, we have stickers we're sending out to friends yeah. and to patrons. Yes. So you can get in on that. Even just for $1 a month, you really help us out. So please give us money. <laughs> I'll give you a kiss. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Sleep well.